Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, where Team Needham discusses everything healthcare. I'm your host, Sean Needham, and I am super excited to have Amy and Brent House on our podcast today, on our midweek podcast, streaming today on Wednesday, because Janet and I will be traveling tomorrow for an educational seminar on hormones. Stay tuned for that. Um, I'm super excited to have them on. They are owners, husband and wife owners of a laboratory in Tri-Cities, Washington, in Kennewick, I believe. And um, maybe Richland, they'll they'll clarify that for me. Um, And they have just recently went to cash only. As you guys know, um, we talk a lot on this podcast about free market healthcare and how that is the future of healthcare. And um, it's a way to seek affordable services, whether it be pharmacy, whether it be doctor's offices, whether it be laboratory services, paying cash, bypassing the insurance system. Yes, you will get better price, you will get better service, and you'll get better quality. And Amy and Brett are going to talk to us about that today. So Amy and Brett, welcome to our show. Thanks. Thanks for having us. We're excited yeah. to be here. Yes, thank you. It's, it's great to be on your show. I love it. When I first uh, was referred to you guys, I was super excited to hear about you guys, a husband and wife team running a laboratory. Of course, my wife and I are a husband and wife team running a pharmacy. And um, um, so I, and we, when we went in, when we went cash only, oh, 20 years ago now, we were called crazy. We were called, mm-hmm. oh, we were told we wouldn't be in business in, in a few years. And our colleagues told us we were crazy. We need to take insurance to get all the volume. Our employees told us we were crazy and we wouldn't be in business. And our family and friends told us that. And 20 years later, we kind of are pioneers in the free market healthcare arena where people are, where, where um, healthcare providers are are getting out of the insurance system and charging cash prices. So tell us a little bit of history of your lab and how that happened. Okay. Well, we, we started our lab two years ago um, and we started our lab doing COVID testing. Uh, now I'll start by saying we, we do bill through insurance for COVID testing. That was because of the CARES Act. Um, and we, of course, to get started, that was how we had to do it. But then about, and we've been doing COVID testing for the last two years. Um, But then about a year ago, we decided we want to get into other lab testing, especially the direct-to-consumer type where we would offer lab testing to customers where they can come in and order their own test. That's a fairly new thing. It's happened just in the last several years in most states in the United States where a patient can order their own lab test. I think they it's don't, 39 states right now yeah. that it's legal to do that. Not every state. And that includes the state of Washington. Um, so we decided <laughs> we wanted to, to offer not just COVID testing, but any kind of you know lab testing that you would normally get if you uh, uh, went to the doctor's office and they wanted to order some lab tests. So we've brought in a lot of different testing. Well, we started doing that a year ago, and initially we were billing through insurance for all of that testing. Well, we found out that there were a lot of problems with billing through insurance. The first one is it is incredibly complex, it's difficult. It's not transparent. It's not transparent, <laughs> you know, to us or to the patient. 
Um, and then we found over the over the months that we that we did that that we didn't get we weren't getting payments from the insurance companies in a timely way. Um, it, it, you know, you could send the same claim to a single insurance company and you'll get a different answer from them every time. You know, they'll cover this one time, then they'll cover something else the other time. It just seems kind of arbitrary how that works. Um, and we, and then a lot of times, you know, much of the responsibility is goes back to the patient. And because it costs us so much to build through insurance, we have to charge more money to go through insurance. So then the responsibility comes back to the patient. They end up pay paying more money in the end. And this is months after they got their, their lab test done. So back in April of this year, we just decided we are going to go strictly to cash pay up front and lower and, and then really give as literally as low a price as we can. So when I did the financial numbers, I said, if we're just having them pay up front and we're not having to go through you know, the administrative costs have gone through insurance. How much can we, you know, provide this testing for? And so we created a really low price and said, here, pay for this up front. And like you said, when you, when you make that decision, you worry. And, every, and people call you crazy and they say, you're not going to get enough people to do it. And we've had a number of people come into our lab already and say, well, I want to go through insurance, so I'm not going to come to you guys. And we'll explain to them, well, it's in the end, it's going to cost you less money. And, and yeah. we've had several people say, well, I don't care if it costs me more money. I still want to go through insurance. I think it's one of those things where it's hard to change from one thing to another. So we knew, like you said, that um, going making that decision meant – that we were that some people were not going to come to us that we were going to lose some business there uh, but we also felt very strongly that it was the right thing to do that it was something that would save right. it would save customers money and that we feel like we're being more honest if we if we have a customer come in and we're going to bill through insurance we have to we have to bill more money because we know we're going to pay all this money to a third party billing company and then the insurance gets their cut. And we, I just feel like that's not being honest to the customer. We can say, if they come in and pay cash, we can say, this is how much it costs us. That's it. You pay yeah, this yeah. amount of money and that's honestly what it is. That's all it is. So, well, like you said earlier, you mentioned the word um, transparent and that's, yeah, that's something that um, I think in free, in free market, um, sir, free market medical services is really coming up over and over. Transparent pricing. Um, I mean, go into most any place that bills insurance for healthcare now, whether it be a doctor's office, whether it be a hospital. Don't get me started on hospitals. Try to get a price <laughs> out of a hospital is like pulling teeth. Um, um, laboratory services or pharmacy, um, you know, and call them and say, well, what's the price for XYZ? Well, we don't know. Well, bill your insurance. I didn't. I didn't ask that. I asked what the price of service was. Well, we really don't know. Your insurance tells us. Well, give me a cash price. Well, we we don't have it. Well, I mean, how can that be? I mean, imagine going to a hotel and saying, "I want to check into the hotel tonight. What's the price?" Well, we really don't know. It's complicated. Mm -hmm. It depends on this and that. Well, no, it doesn't. Just tell me what the price is. <laughs> 
So yeah. it's about transparency. And that transparency, if you don't have it, leads to surprises. How many times has a patient billed their insurance for lab services? You told them, well, it's going to be 100 bucks if you pay cash. Through your insurance, we have to bill them a different amount. And it may or may not be covered. And they end up paying $800 out of pocket. And they're mad. Yeah. All oh, yeah. the time. That yeah. Well, we can give you a couple of examples. Please, I'd love it. Yeah, we've had um, many, we've had a number of customers come in. One of them came in, all they were going to order was a vitamin D test. And they went to another laboratory in town and the other laboratory quoted them $300 to get this vitamin D test done because it was going to go through insurance and all this and that. And that was how much they were going to have. And, and actually the $300 was going to have, well, no, this, the, in this case, they were going to charge them $300 up front and then say, we'll figure it out through insurance afterwards. And right. you might have to pay more after that, uh, <laughs> which is just seems mind boggling to me. <laughs> so they came to us and uh, I can't even think off the top of my head, how much it costs for us. I think it's 50 something dollars to do a vitamin D test. That, that's one sixth the cost. Right. Um, and they were like, this is amazing. I'm gonna come and use you guys. We had another customer come in who has um, a health condition where they need uh, a certain number of tests every month. Well, the insurance is only gonna cover it for like one or two months out of the year. So, which again is another, it's a, it's a thing where someone, someone at the insurance company is arbitrarily saying, we're only going to cover this one or two times out of the year when their health says they need it every month. Right. Which doesn't, again, that's allowing insurance to take control over what you can do with your health. So they, they even billing through their insurance for those couple months a year, and then they have to do it every month. They were saying that these tests was, were costing them over $200 a month to do these tests. When they came in and priced it out with us, it was less than one hundred dollars a month. It was like eighty-nine. It was like ninety dollars so or half, something. So half. they were going to save over a hundred dollars every month uh, by paying up front. And so those are just a couple of examples we've had of people who are saving money by just paying up front. Well, and I want to discuss the the new law that came into effect in January that affects transparency in billing. And I think there's been a lot of misinterpretation of what it means. So that's a whole nother subject um, because people are applying it a little bit differently than others. But I have noticed that there has been more prices posted um, like a, a nationwide lab. When you go to their website now, as in in the last month, they have posted prices for their tests, which was required by that law. The, the problem is it's still a super inflated price because it's, yeah. it's either the cost before insurance or it's the cost after, but it's so inflated. And they can, I think they can post either because it, then they have to go to, then a customer would need to go to an insurance company and say, well, how much will you cover? So I don't know if, the law requires the lab to factor that in or not. But regardless, the cost is high. And I mean, we aren't trying to seem like we're not getting paid. We have employees, we have uh, equipment, and we have to get paid. But the problem really is, is that lab tests never should have cost that much. Yeah. They don't. 
cost that much. No. But they've been inflated for so long that we've all become used to a thyroid test costing $150 when it doesn't. To run a thyroid test is like $30 or something. I mean, so if you have to pay your people, then you end up charging around 50 or 45, but 150 is ridiculous. Yeah. And I think the issue just really is what we've learned to accept and what, and now that we need to educate, we need to get education to say, wait a minute, this isn't how it needs to be and how it shouldn't, should be. There's so many benefits from, um, from, really getting transparent you a lot of hassle goes away i don't have to have a billing person anymore i don't have to pay another another employee well i think i think a good example is you look at look at uh this this last year with with inflation so we've had inflation um over the past year so it's been it's been high um but then you look at the numbers and you see that the ceos of all these companies um, are making more money now than they did before the inflation happened, which is the opposite of what you would like to see. You, you would like to see CEOs making less money so that they can help save the consumer money. But what happens is whenever you have an expectation, a financial expectation, people take advantage of that. You know, there's a, there's an inflationary expectation. Oh, we've got high inflation. So people expect to pay more money for their groceries or for their gas or for their housing. Well, what happens is people say, well, I'm gonna take advantage of that expectation. So I'm gonna charge, even though I, even though, you know, my, my increase in costs would tell me I need to increase my cost, my um, prices by 10%, say. A lot of them say, well, I'm gonna take advantage of this because everyone's expecting this high, super high inflation. I'm gonna charge 15% more and I'm going to pocket that extra 5%. Well, I think the same has happened in insurance, is that over the years, people have just come to expect high costs, this increasing high cost. And and I would say it's across the board. Insurance companies, providers, anybody involved in healthcare, they take advantage of that. They say, you know, the... um, there's a new law for transparency, but before that law came into place, there was no transparency, no even no expectation of it. And so I think a lot of people said, well, how can I, people are, you know, people are going to get a bill three months after they got the service. And once you get that bill, people just feel like, oh, well, I already had the service. I'm obligated to pay this whole amount. And so just fees get added on until it's this giant amount. And, um, Unfortunately, that's how it's become. I feel like what we we really like is we're saying, you're here to get a service from us. This is the exact price for that service. And you're going to pay it right now so that you don't get a bill later on. There's no deception here. There's no, uh, we're not going to pile on something later. Right. And so we're trying to just be honest with our customers and to give them a good service, to provide a good customer experience, um, for them to feel like um, that there was a, a service given, a fee paid for it, and that's it. There's there's nothing else involved with it. Yeah, it's just it's between a it's transactional between a consumer and a vendor, 
and that's mm-hmm. like every other industry. And if, if healthcare was like every other industry, it would be a lot less expensive, just like what you guys are doing. But you mm-hmm. throw a third party involved when somebody else is dictating the price and the service and the quality, literally, then all bets go out the window. And the, the way for the consumer to benefit the most is the consumer pays directly for all health, for all kinds of services, because that's going to make you and I as, as um, vendors of those services do the best to that customer that's standing in front of us. And in healthcare, if you notice when you go to a typical hospital, let's just face it, the service sucks. I'm just going to say it (laughs) because they don't care about the consumer sitting in front of them because the consumer is not paying the bill. Yep. But all of a sudden, if Medicare and Medicaid writes him a letter and says, we're going to hold your checks until X, Y, Z happens, boom, they jump. Yeah. Yep. And and that's just not how it should be. I mean, you know, the consumer should be the one that is paying the bill and gets the service and that they'll get the best quality, the best price and the best service that way. So yeah. that's one of the reasons. And you talked about it. It's about education. That's why I had you guys on this podcast is so we can educate and empower consumers that insurance is not usually the best option for your routine type services. Right. Sure. You get big cancer. You get a heart attack. You're going to need some kind of insurance. I get that. But for your routine, basic doctor visits, basic pharmacy visits, basic lab visits, it is best to pay up front. Well, and we're grateful. I mean, we're so grateful. It's easy to get really negative about this subject because it's been so hard for so long. But we are very grateful for what has the good people that are out there trying. There are good insurance companies who are providing catastrophic care that you do need, like you were just saying. Um, But there is a better way. We've settled for some we've settled for some things for way too long and it has become um, Sub, you know, subconscious now, and we need to bring it back up to the front and start re-examining it and re-offering better ways. And I think holding people accountable for a service, you mm-hmm. should be held accountable for what you offer. And um, it is fair to do it that way. And the way that it has been for a long time has actually been very unfair to the consumer. A hundred percent. I agree with that. Yeah, I, I think I think we're kind of a tipping point now. Um, I think COVID exposed a lot of things. Yes, um, it exposed some of the downfalls of the system. Yeah. Um, and now, when you talk to a lot of patients now, um, for instance, I was talking to a gal in Spokane yesterday who's a nurse practitioner. <clears throat> she is a cash only nurse practitioner, and she has more than a handful of Medicaid patients. So Mm -hmm. here these patients are paying her cash. These patients are state pay. They pay zero for health care. But guess what? They can't get in to see their doctor for eight months. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So they are paying out of pocket for services because, and remember what you were talking about, things being free? When something's free, I think we were talking about that before the show. But just because something's free doesn't mean it's available. Right. That's true. (laughs) Right. We're seeing with health care. Well, and I would say in Tri-Cities, I've heard different people identify the area as a medical desert almost because 
so much growth happened so quickly that there and not enough healthcare providers moved in to handle the amount of people that require care. So what we're seeing here is a bunch of urgent cares have gone up, private urgent cares, which has been a way for people to access healthcare. And and I'm also starting to see a lot of um, doctors who worked for groups are breaking off and opening their own private clinic that is mostly cash pay focused. Because it's so much easier. They, they're yeah. tired of jumping through all the hoops and red tape and and they're providing way better service. You get instead of six minutes with a with a provider so that they can meet their price point goal, you you're getting an actual half an hour visit or a 45 minute visit or whatever you well, need. Well, yeah. So <laughs> I, I wanted to bring up a point when you talk about insurance versus cash pay that comes to the point of quality of of care. So what's happening is these insurance providers, including Medicare and Medicaid, are determining what your healthcare should be. You know, because Medicare is saying, well, we we will cover this test once a year or twice a year. And, And it's a one size fits all type of decision. Well, that's not what helps the individual have the best health care they can get. Yeah. And so we've had several Medicare uh, people who have Medicare come and use us because Medicare will only cover, right. you know, their te- that test twice a year. Well, they want to get like we, we had a discussion with one gentleman who had prostate cancer, had his prostate removed. And of course, you you um, want to look for a PSA, which is a, a marker for prostate, to see if that cancer has come back. Well, Medicare is only you know says they're only going to fund uh, pay for that test once a year. Well, this person wants to do it every quarter for peace of mind to see, you know to see, and that's the healthcare they want. So if you go through insurance and you're you're depending on what the insurance will cover, you're not going to get the health care that you want or even that you and your doctor decide is best right. for you. Yeah. And so when you go with the cash pay model, it doesn't matter because you can come in and pay for that service whenever you want. So I think that's, a, that's another thing where we feel like we can provide. The other thing, too, related to that is that a lot of these big labs – they don't let you come in and and order your own test. They don't let you come in and pay up front because they know that they can get more money if they bill through your insurance. And so they've made contracts. Yeah, they have contracts. So, So they have these policies. And so we've had some people come in too, who came to us just because we're the only lab that would accept them, you know, like the other labs won't accept someone who, and then they loved us, so they or, stayed. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess I wanted to add on that and just say um, this idea that you get to control and make your healthcare more personal. Yes, we need the skill that a doctor has to consult with them, but ultimately, it's your body. You have to decide what yeah. you want. If you have a thyroid disorder, don't you think? that getting a thyroid test once a quarter would be more beneficial so you could see over time what your thyroid or even, is or doing. Or even once a month. You know. yeah. I, and, yeah. and, it's, and then all of a sudden it becomes the same price. I could do four thyroid tests in a year and see a, a, a 
picture of how my health is doing in my thyroid for the same price as one thyroid test that was billed through insurance that didn't get covered and I paid a hundred and whatever for. I can do, if I have diabetes or pre-diabetes, hemoglobin A1C needs to be tested. My glucose needs to be tested. And I can either go to a doctor and say, I can pay $200 for an appointment to get my lab test ordered. Go get the lab test, come back and have the doctor read it with me. Or in a direct consumer state where I can order my own tests, I can come in and get my hemoglobin A1C tested three times before my annual physical, take it with me and show the doctor a picture of my health over the year, where then the doctor can make much more um, informed decisions because they're seeing who I really am through well, my and, blood. And you well, order it. And that test only costs 30 or 40 bucks, you know? <laughs> right. So. And, and, and really what that's doing is it's putting the consumer in charge of their health care. And that's what really needs to happen. Yeah. And, and I think any doctor, I would hope, any doctor that's taking care of a patient should be okay with that. Because um, let's face it, I mean, doctor literally, you know, if you look at the Greek meaning, is, is, means teacher. And, and ultimately, at best, at best, at best, a patient sees a doctor one hour every four or five months, okay? That's generous, actually, probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, honestly. So Usually you only see your doctor for 15 minutes or 10 minutes. I don't and that's <laughs> once a quarter or something, right? I mean, so so let's just say an hour – let's just say an hour a year. But you've got 24 hours a day to take care of your body. Yes. Right. So, so one of the reasons that we did this podcast is to educate and empower consumers to take charge of their own health. No matter what disease you have, you have to take charge of your own health. Yes, you have to seek lab services, pharmacy services, and doctor services to help to help you do that. But ultimately, the consumer's got to be in charge. And that also means, in my opinion, ultimately, financially, they should be in charge. Right. Right. You know, because that's going to be the best quality and service. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, and I, I talked earlier about the quality of healthcare in general, but I think one other thing I wanted to bring up is just the quality of the lab testing itself. Yes. So some people, some people have asked us, Oh, you guys, oh, I can just come and order my own test. Well, is it a different kind of test than if I got it through my doctor? No, like we're a clinical lab. We are accredited through the state of Washington. We run exactly the same tests that we would run if a doctor ordered it as if it, um, it's it's run on the same instrument. We're using the same supplies and reagents. The same people do it and result it. And actually, I would say it's even higher quality because if we don't have to have the administrative burden of going through yes. insurance, we can focus um, the money that we get from our customers towards better quality. And And even though the test is run on the same instrument by the same people, some of the errors that happen in a lab are specimen mix-ups, uh, the wrong result put into the wrong person's, you know, yeah. uh, file, things like that. And when, when we can take our administrative people and have them focus on that kind of thing instead of insurance billing, uh, we, can, we can make fewer mistakes, fewer yeah. administrative mistakes uh, on the lab test resulting side. So I feel like 
when we do a cash pay model, we're actually providing a higher quality of lab testing to our customer. So I'll agree with you. Yeah. I'll agree with you on, on those points because all you're focusing on, you're fa- focusing on just the lab testing. You're not dealing with any kind of billing mm-hmm. whatsoever. Um, yeah. I had a doctor point out to me, now hospitals do not like to admit this, but um, there's we, we use this example often because the Surgery Center of Oklahoma, cash-only surgery center, opened down in Oklahoma City in 1997, way ahead of the game. Yeah. Um, it took them a few years to fight some insurance companies and some state regulations and stuff to open up actually, but that's kind of their opening date in 97, but they didn't really start practicing until a few years later. But anyway, so they're, they're, I've met Dr. Keith Smith. He's an anesthesiologist, co-founder of the surgery center. And um, I, I have toured a facility. I just, I, you know, he's a pioneer in free market medicine. Sure. And he was giving me an example of why um, their quality is better than a hospital. Because hospitals, well, if, if it's if it's less expensive, if it's eight times less expensive than than the hospital, then they, they must be cheaper services and they're, they're not as good a quality. Hospitals always want to say stuff like that, right? Sure. And this is what Dr. Smith said. So um, Dr. Smith says our quality is better because we have less expensive prices. We don't have a margin of error to mess up. So the same surgery that's $50,000 at the surgery center or at the hospital, you know, is like, you know, $8,000 at surgery center of Oklahoma. So here's a good example. And I know I have a, a dear friend who manages a surgery center, who, which is owned by a hospital. There will be doctors that will open up a, a sterile package of something that's like $2,000. And they just did it by accident. <laughs> and and but they don't really care because they've yeah. got a huge margin there, right? Yep. Well, I guarantee you that if that surgeon did that at Surgery Center of Oklahoma, they would never be invited back. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that's yeah. part of the quality that happens because you can't you can't make mistakes because you don't have the margin. So, um, right. you know, you're not so you're focusing on the patient only, and um, you know, good quality, good service, and when there is a problem. Dr. Smith told me there's been a problem like a knee went bad, you know, a total knee went bad and it was a non-compliant patient. Mm-hmm. They did the surgery again, didn't charge him. That would never happen. Right. In a hospital. Ever. True. I mean, hospitals are notorious. They'll actually do, do the wrong surgery on the wrong knee. They'll come so back and do <laughs> charge him for the next knee. Unreal. I mean, and, and we accept that. We accept that. We accept that because somebody else is paying the bill. If we were paying the bill, the individual consumers paying the bill, we would never accept stuff like that. We would say, no, no, no. I mean, think about that. If you're, if you took your car into a mechanic and they fixed it, but they didn't fix it and it was broke a week later, the same thing, you wouldn't go back and pay again. You'd mm-hmm. say, no way, fix it. Well, yes. and I, and I want to bring That's up true. actually, uh, that actually what you said was not true. We are paying for it. We're just fooled. We're just exactly right. Thank you for clarifying that. We're 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 fooled into thinking that we're not paying for it, but we are. So the insurance the insurance company is covering it, but but they still make their money. And how do they do that? They increase premiums. Yep. There's and so we're paying for it. So we think, oh, it's okay because 
that they wasted thousands of dollars while I was in the hospital because my insurance is covering it. Well, who's paying for that? I am. And everyone else who pays into that insurance. Yeah. So you're right. I think that insurance has has enabled behavior that that is uh, that is uh, lacking in quality, in accuracy, in uh, cost, uh, allowing for cost savings, and so you have a lot of waste, and 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 uh, lower quality healthcare. That's what it's led to. Yeah. So I agree. If we can get to a point where every you know people pay for their health care and they can shop around, there you uh, get your supply. Then, 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 then you 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 have yeah you have that economic drive again yeah. in in a in a free market competitive uh, marketplace that where you realize that I've got to provide good quality. I've got to provide good customer service. I have to have reasonable prices. I have to have all these things that eventually will lead to better quality healthcare. Yeah. And unfortunately, our healthcare just has gone down this road of um, where it's, you know, like he said, we think we're not paying for it, but really we are yeah. paying for it. So. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about your guys' lab services. So you started out doing COVID only. So now you guys have expanded those services. Are you, and I don't even know what the right term is. Are you a full service lab now or what kind of yeah. tests are you offering now? Yes. So we, we are essentially a full services laboratory. We do a lot of tests in-house, a lot of the basic tests, the CBC, a CMP, you know, thyroid tests, uh, uh, diabetes, anemia, you know, things like that. We can do most of those things in-house. Uh, we do have a reference laboratory. So if, if it's a test we don't run in-house, we can send it out and have it tested. And we still do the cash pay up front and you know exactly how much it is. Yeah, we do that even for the test we send out because yeah. we, we have a price that we can get that done at a, la at a reference lab. We charge the, and actually, Actually, for send-out tests, we don't even add a fee on top of it. We just charge them exactly what the reference lab charges us. So we feel like that's more than fair. Um, yeah. We do charge, you know, to to draw blood and then to do the testing in-house. But we're trying, honestly, we're trying to provide as as low cost of service as we can because. We, th we just feel like people deserve that. Now, as, as you can, we haven't really talked about the name of our company and maybe I could talk a little bit about that because that tells, tells you a little bit about what we do and what we plan on doing. Tomorrow's Health, we made that, we came up with that name because uh, we want to get into um, prevent preventive health. So this idea that and this goes to encouraging customers, patients to be more in charge of their own health. Yeah. And a lot of that is prevention. What can I do in my life to prevent uh, bad health consequences in the future? So that's why we call ourselves Tomorrow's Health. What can we do today right. to make tomorrow's health better? And so, you know, we... The direct to consumer, the ability to uh, monitor things like 
hemoglobin A1C or our sugar levels in our blood or monitor um, a, a PSA to look at our prostate, um, to be able to monitor things to prevent disease or to mitigate the effects of um, of That's our disease. goal. That's, That's our, our goal. goal is preventive health. And we, and we are going to, in the future, get into hopefully um, uh, genomics, human genetics, yep, that's um, coming. looking at uh, uh, people's uh, medical history and, 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 and providing people with plans. And, and in, as part of that plan is you do lab testing, you do screening. Yeah. And if you think about how much money you say, even just money, but obviously more important is, is quality of life, but, but even money, if you can catch cancer, for example, any kind of cancer early, saves a lot. Of you're going to be able to treat it. You're going to be a better quality of life and it saves a lot of money. Doing lab tests to screen for different cancers is so much cheaper than treating cancer. Oh, yeah. When you, if right. it's third and fourth stage, and, and then, of course, you can die from it. You can have a, a really low quality of life well, with that. So, And it's amazing that blood does not lie. I mean, it's, sometimes blood is moment, but it's honest. Like, I didn't really understand that before we started doing this. And I was like, oh, your blood tests are very, very good at looking at where you are in that moment and helping you track over time who, what you're doing and if it's working for your body. For sure. For sure. And it's amazing. We, we have a lot of clients now that are coming in from um, gyms, like uh, fitness centers, because they're trying to figure out what is their hormones doing. Absolutely. And if you're, if you're using you, for example, to get hormones, you need to know what effect is it having on you. So it, it works in conjunction with a blood, with a blood lab in order to figure out is this working? Is my body responding? Am I going to get the benefit of optimal hormone balancing? Can I find that? Yes, well, you can. And, 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 and a lot of times in medicine, you know, people get treatments. It's, it's, a lot of it's empirical right. um, where, you know, a doctor might say, well, let's treat you with this and this, this might help. And a lot of times they'll say, let's, we'll, we'll have you do some tests in three months. Right. Why three months? You know, why not do a test in two weeks and then one in in a month? You're just going to, because in some cases, it's it's useful to do that. Well, you can only do that if it's affordable. Exactly. I was just going to yeah. say, it's affordability. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, I think, re that's why we've got, and doctors, I think most doctors know that. If, if I could do lab tests a little more often, I could get a better picture of my patient. Yeah. But then they realize that it costs so much to do lab testings, billing through insurance, that they're like, well, I'm not going to make you do that, even though it's better. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so it's not affordable, but it's better. And so, um, and, and there's been all of these um, cost analyses looking at lab testing and um, and saying, well, it's it, we shouldn't do this testing this often because it costs too much money. Well, and so then you say, well, but is it better? Well, it is better for certain things to test more often, but it's too expensive. <laughs> well, then let's figure that out. Right. Well, one of the <laughs> solutions is let's do a cash pay model where it's cheap and you don't bill through insurance 
and the patient can order it themselves. It doesn't have to come through the doctor even. Um, and then they can get a lot of different data points that helps uh, the doctor understand what their health really is. Absolutely. We had a comment early on in the show. I wanted to show this guy to this to you. Mark Keith, he's a um, office manager for a nurse practitioner down in Umatilla, Oregon. Oh. And it'd be somebody good for you guys to connect with. All right. Yeah, we'll have you. to do that. <laughs> Say hi to Mark. Hi, yes. Mark. Hi, Mark. <laughs> Jennifer Keith Armstrong. So, um, yeah, so as we wind this podcast up, I want to thank you guys so much for being on and leading the way. I mean, this is um, this is super cool. I'm excited for where your guys' lab is going. I'm excited just for free market medicine principles in general because I, I do believe it's a future of medicine. I don't believe we'll we'll ever totally get away from government healthcare, but there's going to be at least options for consumers, and that's what I want mm -hmm. and for myself yeah. and for patients and consumers. Just that they have options that they can shop for healthcare, and they don't have to be told where they have to go. Um, so, let tell me what your guys' passion is. What is your guys' passion? <laughs> I mean. I think that our passion is helping people. We really both have that desire. Yeah. We came into this business. I, I'm a teacher. I have a master's in education, and I've taken a sabbatical from teaching to help um, to help do this. Um, but I think both of us got into the fields we've gotten into um, to help people. We really want to. That's what we care about. Yeah, I think I I, I got a PhD in in kind of soil microbiology, but at some point wanted to get into the medical field because of that. Just wanting, I just feeling like, Hey, I'd like to, you know, provide some service to the community as far as healthcare goes. And, and this, this pandemic has really shown how unhealthy we are as Americans yeah. overall. Um, and if we can get into some preventative health and yeah. help people become more healthy, we're into that and and direct to consumer, cash pay, preventive health, those are all topics that we're into and we believe it can improve people's quality of life. Yeah, and precision that's what we want. precision medicine that's focused on you. Yeah. And um, I guess that's the, the our passion is also just that we have choice. Choice yeah. is our passion too, that we each have the right to choose and we live in a country that has gone through many conflicts in order to, to provide freedoms. And I don't like to see that we've lost some of that in our healthcare. And I, and, yeah. and I'm grateful. I am so grateful for what we have. We've, we've lived in other places. We've lived in another, in another country and seen um, the gifts and blessings that we've been given here in our country. So I don't want to seem ungrateful for anything, but I also think we still have to continue to to fight and vote and speak out and educate for continued freedom. That Absolutely. is, that yeah. is what we need. And Amen. that is helping people that is helping ourselves and, and our loved ones. So, so if people want to find out more information, is the website the best way to, Best place to go? Yeah. Yep. Tomorrowshealth.net is our website for our lab. And um, as we roll out the next parts of our um, our business, hoping to, to be able to focus on preventative medicine, you'll find everything there. Right now, our lab is located just in the Tri-Cities. And 
we are we are grateful to serve this community because they really do need more options here and we're so yeah. grateful for that well and i would say if you go to that website on the on the top right hand corner uh, there's a contact us that email comes directly to me and my wife and we like to respond within a day or two so literally any question that you have about yes. what we're doing or how we can help you send that to us and we'll respond yeah are we wish every state would go to direct to consumer and because we, yeah. we're getting messages from people in other states that don't have that saying, will you test me for this? <laughs> because my state won't let me order it and my doctor will not. Yeah. So I've got a few questions already. Okay. <laughs> when uh, um, a couple of, of doctors and providers um, found out that we were interviewing you guys and they're from out of the Tri-City area, are you going yeah. to expand anywhere in Washington? Well, we, we, I mean, we still, we've got to establish ourselves here first, but I, yeah. but yes, we would love to expand, yeah. but honestly, my model would be not that we would expand our company, but that maybe we would find someone in another community who is interested in, in starting up a lab and we would just help them start it up. Awesome. Because I think that's yeah. I think that's what works best. I think you get someone in a local community who's who loves the community, who loves the people there, has has the technical ability to do this kind of work, and you help them do it. That's what I would prefer instead of become because I don't want to become the big lab that right. is so bureaucratic yeah. that they can't move and and. I love it. I love it. that's how, that's our goal of our pharmacy. I mean, we we do serve other states, but we have one location and. And that's how we're keeping it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would, we would almost, maybe we would open up a consulting service where we could go in and help other labs open up doing the same type Cash of thing we're model. doing. Yeah. So if someone reach out, reaches out to us and says, hey, we'd like to start up a lab in our local community, uh, we'd love to just help them. So, yeah. Yeah. So well, I appreciate you guys being on. You, uh, Thanks for having us. You guys have definitely realized our helped realize our goal of to educate and empower consumers to take charge of their own health. Um, and you guys want to stay tuned for next Monday's podcast, twelve thirty to one thirty. We have Dr. Michael Turner, who is in Kennewick. You may have heard of him probably, and he is going to be talking about five lab tests your doctor has to order. Oh, good. <laughs> so you want to you want to tune into that one, and listeners and viewers tune into that one, twelve three to one thirty uh, Pacific Standard Time, um, right here on the Moses Lake Professional Farms YouTube site and my personal Facebook page. So don't miss out on that. And as always, thank you, Amy and Brent, for uh, being on our podcast. Thank you, listeners and viewers, for tuning in today. Really, thank really. You. All right, stay in touch. Bye. Bye bye.